0: Money. Let's talk money.
1: I don't have your money.
0: I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Obviously, this is all about money. Oh man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> with practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb?
1: I'm ready to talk money.
0: You are looking uh, mighty shiny today.
1: Well, I am orange. It's orange and black season, <laughs> yes, I guess. Yes.
0: Yeah. So this is my segue into. <laughs> if you're listening for the first time and you're on a podcast, we're on YouTube too, and we were just discussing. It's been about a year. I almost think so. A, almost think uh, a year. So we've been on YouTube. Yeah. So a uh, man, you, you know, if I know that you love your podcast. But sometimes you just need to see our lovely face. So today is a good day to check out Reb because she's wearing a nice, beautiful fall.
1: Colors, yeah. Colors.
0: Mm -hmm. So, good. And of course, uh, if you are listening uh, and you're like, where do I hear more? How do I search? We were just having a conversation about AI. You can ask AI how to find (laughs) Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb. And it will tell you. It will tell you (laughs) where to go and all the places where uh, you can find this podcast and all that. And we have a special guest. Before we get to the special guest, we have a special sponsor for today's show.
1: It's you. It's me. Let's talk. No, it's It's, sorry. More than enough financial.
0: Rebs doesn't really
1: know who who I am. Yes. Okay.
0: So thank you, Reb, for sponsoring today's show. it's more than enough.
1: The I mortgage, know. tax, and coaching, and equipping company.
0: So if you've never visited the More Than Enough website, more than morethanenough.ca, check it. There's tons of content there. There's yeah. all kinds of, you can get written content. You can listen to this podcast. You there's Our all.
1: financial fitness seminar is on there, which we highly recommend. Mm-hmm. It's on video.
0: And uh, so there's just lots of things to peruse. Uh, again, I know how we all love to, uh, to spend time on websites long going through, but the, they'll, you'll have some fun. And of course, you'll get to see Reb and I if you, if, if you find us. And, and <laughs> So on with the show, we have a very special guest in Tim Jenkins. And usually, like sometimes I introduce and I give the nice bio, but for Tim, I'm going to let you do that, Tim. Okay. So I want you just to tell us who you are, tell our listeners who you are. And then we've got, oh, some exciting things to talk about today. Uh, I'm I'm excited about today's show because I love this topic. So we're going to keep you in suspense. And Tim... Tell us who you are.
2: Yeah, so Tim Jenkins uh, and I uh, lead a team at Trinity Family Wealth Advisors, and mm-hmm. we serve clients across Canada and into the states. Um, mostly in Canada, though, um, it's exclusive to high net worth families. But today's topic is kind of for any kind of mm-hmm. uh, economic uh, spectrum. Uh, but we work with um, with high net worth families, helping them determine how much is enough, uh, mm-hmm. how much is enough for their kids, um, helping them develop their estate plan, their financial plans helping them look at generosity and how would they enhance that and how do they involve their kids in generosity and what kind of things does that um, can that do for their family and their right. relationships. Mm-hmm. So uh, we do business transition work as well. So really holistic in our approach, uh, focusing uniquely on that uh, particular segment of the market.
0: Nice, nice.
1: Well, thanks for being here because we're going to talk about CRA. So, everyone (laughs) who is afraid of CRA, just listen because some of the mystery and fear can be dissipated by listening to the show today and planning ahead. Um, But I wanted to read a couple of scriptures that, Mm. again, aren't directly have money to to do with them. Um, But I was thinking about the verse in Proverbs 16, verse 3 that says, Commit your way to the Lord and your plans will be established. Mm -hmm. Um, There there are some verses in the the book of Proverbs that really talk about um, we have our plan, we commit it to the Lord, and He has the final say. Mm -hmm. And um, then I was thinking about the verses in Psalm 37, which... um, uh, you may wonder what does this have to do with anything, but it it reminded me of that word commit. When you commit your plans, so even the things you're going to hear us talk about this week, and and we have Tim back next week, when we commit our plans to the Lord, the word actually means to roll off onto. Mm. So we're we're rolling off, you know, especially in this season when things we may not understand things, we may not understand what's happening in the markets or. In the world with, with the struggles and the, just, I don't even have to mention the details. We all know what's happening. But when we commit our way, we're actually, I, I think about, about all these burdens on my back. And I'm literally taking them and rolling the, them up into a carpet. Um, so to speak, and just rolling them off onto the Lord. I'm going to give this to the Lord. So I'm going to hear wise counsel this morning from Tim and 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 in our discussion. But as I listen, I'm also going to be committing these things that that I'm learning to God and, and able just to give them to Him. And I visually think of it as a rolling off. Like let's roll this off, and God is going to help us because that's His word. So we often think, you know, there's so much trouble in the world, in our land, and and we think, does God care about my bank account? Does God care about my legacy or what we're going to talk today about my our estate and what happens when we die tax-wise? Like, does God care? And I say, he's such an intimate father that he does, that we can commit. You know, it says in Psalm 37, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and Feed on His faithfulness. I just, I imagine myself as a little girl eating strawberries mm-hmm. in that strawberry patch. And I think of of God, um, just His faithfulness, that patch of, of faithfulness that I can just sit and feed off of. You know, we can delight ourselves in the Lord. He'll give us the desires of our heart. And then it says, commit your way to the Lord. Roll off our way to the Lord and trust also in Him and He shall bring it to pass. Mm-hmm. So... While we introduce this topic and Tim's going to speak to it because I read your blog on and in the show notes today, I'm going to have the link to the blog that you can read um, as well if you if you learn um, not so much by auditory (laughs) learning, but um, we're going to have that information in the show notes today. But I read your blog and it was titled this how to eliminate CRA from your estate. So I want to know. Like, Tim, let's just... Okay,
0: you have to say that again. I'm going to interrupt. Because... (laughs) This is the, yes, you heard right. You know, Yes, you heard right. So say that again, Ren.
1: How to eliminate CRA from your estate. Now, of course, like that is like, oh, who wouldn't want to read that article? That's like saying, you know. So what, tell us about that. How did, why did you write that? And why are we talking about this today? Yeah. So, you
2: know, after 30 years in the financial industry, um, life, life comes down to about five key questions. Um, and I think one of the biggest ones that nobody asks if myself and my spouse were to pass away yesterday in an accident how much will Canadian Revenue Agency or CRA get from our estate? That is a massive question. Uh, it needs to be asked. You, I would for most people, they need a tax preparer to run the numbers for them on that. It's not really complicated for them to do that or take them very long. But, but I want to know that answer, and I have never met somebody before I met them that knew the
0: answer. That's one of the things
2: that we do for clients.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I put my hand. Oh, yeah. Up. yeah. What's funny is, is, is uh, I I did some work with a foundation about like 10 years ago or so but that was kind of revelatory for me you know know, we had no
1: idea nobody does no idea nobody
0: does they that was one of the things you know the question was is you know okay so how do we minimize sure the tax uh, you know uh, on estate planning and i was like. You know, nobody likes to think or, or discuss estate planning and Reb and I, and you've heard another podcast where we talk about our drop dead binder and I won't talk about that, but we, that's some of those things began to get us talking about. What, what is are, the end yeah, of life happened? and what yeah. is our yeah. legacy and and what is the estate yeah and of course then it's like okay what are the tax implications of that so go for it yeah,
2: yeah so so the reason that i wrote the blog was it's such an important qu- uh, question and you need to know the answer but the other side of it is most people as you guys have acknowledged don't even know cra has their handout and the lawyers got to cut a check to them mm-hmm. that's for most clients mm-hmm. or mo- most most of the population we'll talk about where it applies um but uh, but but, but it, that is the fact, and people are just not aware of that. So, where does the issue come from? Um, basically, here's here's what happens when people pass. I'm going to use a couple of exa- a couple as an example. Sure, um, but it could be an individual. It just it's going to work the same way. You can follow through. Um, so, there are assets that when we pass become taxable. Mm-hmm. So, let's start with the ones that. Aren't taxable. So life insurance probably is not going to be taxable. Um, our tax-free savings account is not going to be taxable. Um, and growth on our principal residence right. won't be taxable. Okay. But you may have other assets uh, and anything beyond that is going to be taxable when we pass. So let's talk about how that works. Let's we've got the couple example. Um, let's um, use a couple that has RSPs um, or they're beyond 72 and they've converted those RSPs to a risk. So a registered retirement savings plan, an RSP, or a RIF, it just converts when you're 72 and we have to now draw some income. So what happens is typically on the first death of a couple, all those assets roll to the second spouse Mm -hmm. and they roll tax free um, by and large, not an issue. But now where we had assets in two different people's names, now they're all in one person's name, so one person has a lot more assets. Now, here's what happens when that second spouse passes. Um, the way CRI works, they say all of the value of those assets... Got sold the day that you passed, right. um, and that becomes taxable. So in Canada, we have a graduated tax system. So think of it as stair steps. The more income we have, we hit these new steps on the stairs, and the percent that goes to CRA increases. So let's um, let's just pick a number here. Let's let's say that in your um, in your RSP accounts or your RIFs accounts, bef- between both spouses, you've got three hundred thousand right. dollars. That's not uncommon, could have more than that. If you're in your 70s, you've accumulated, could easily have two, three times that. Mm-hmm. But um, if you're younger, you're going, oh, man, I wish I had that. <laughs> um, but, but, but someday you will. Mm-hmm. And, and so, um, what we're sitting at is um, partway through the year, um, you pass somehow. You're the second spouse. So CRA says, oh, 300000 in your RIF account or your RSP account. That's your income. It's added to whatever you al- else you have made. Wow. Um, so, so all of a sudden, 300000 that's a lot of income. Yeah. We're automatically at a 50% tax rate. Yeah. And, and before they pass, the client had no idea that this is CRAs at the table. Yeah. So, so basically what that would say is we owe, we owe tax on $300,000 of income yeah. um, we at a 50% tax bracket, there's $150,000 that's going to CRA. Um, and we didn't even know about that. And now we've only talked about the RIF. Mm-hmm. So we have not talked about potentially a family cottage. Right. So we'll talk about that. Or... Um, uh, potentially an even bigger one is that business. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, so why did I write that? This is a big, big deal, yeah. right? There's hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of tax liability driving around in cars right now. So drive really careful. <laughs> um, and okay, and so if you're so a business you're, owner, it could uh, be millions. Car, <laughs> <laughs> so all, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pay know, attention.
0: <laughs> so I want to back up and, and, and kind of highlight one, one thing because I love the example, right? So the, the other part, uh, if you think about this, so what would happen if Revit already passed away, I now pass away, and my will might say something like, okay, well, then we're dividing, we have two kids, we're dividing those assets 50-50, yep. right? And, and, and that would be a lot of people would say, yeah, that's kind of simple will, sure. 50-50. So, you would think 300,000, Okay, I'm going to divide and each kid's going to get 150000 Yes.
1: But you're saying that each is going to get 75 because 150 is going to the CRA. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Give um, or take. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're, yeah you're right. I mean, too, so, yeah. uh, I was just going to make the be paid point first. that yeah. there's now three people at the table, <laughs> yes. right? There's right. CRA yeah. and then there's the two kids. And guess who gets paid first? Yes. CRA yes. gets paid first. And so, you know, again, from a, a planning standpoint, you go wait a minute, how did they get to the table? Who invited them? (laughs) You
2: are not invited to our table. And they go, we don't care. (laughs) We don't care what you think.
1: Have you ever witnessed that surprise take place for people? Or because of your work, you're kind of preparing folks
2: for that? Yeah, so fortunately, this is one of the first conversations we have in our planning work. But I've heard of it third party where all of a sudden they're dealing with their estate and the kids are going... If we'd known this, yeah. like, like my my concern is, um, you decide what you want to do with your estate, um, but but to not even know this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll just hitchhike on that for a moment because there's two aspects to this. There's the aspect of crunch the numbers, have your financial person do that for you. Um, so you're aware of the liability, but there's a hard issue here too. Mm -hmm. So what we always say to our clients is, um, you need to discern how much tax you want your estate to pay. Um, That's between you and your Heavenly Father because you're the steward, the manager of the resources he's given you. Um, We can take that as low as zero, um, but you may feel in your heart that you should pay some um, to the Government of Canada Mm -hmm. because you've lived here and we benefited from that. And That's the client decision.
1: You've Mm -hmm. seen clients do that. Certainly,
2: yeah. Um, And and so all we say is... um, while you're alive, you need to understand how much liability is there, how much um, Revenue Canada is going to get. Are you comfortable with that? Most people say at the 50% tax bracket, that's not where I'm comfortable. We have mm-hmm. other options and we'll talk about the solutions. Mm-hmm. And often clients go, we like the solution for a tax purpose reason, but also for other reasons as well. Okay. Um, so, so we want to do that, um, but, but I want them making the choice. Because Mm -hmm. if we are still alive, we get to choose Mm -hmm. um, the amount that goes in different places. And as as a steward, it's really our responsibility. So Mm -hmm. let's not be unaware of this. And again, the reason for the question and the reason for the blog. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, that is, yeah, it's. I think when we learned about it I, I think it was shocking like I, I just I just you think about How to
0: get your kids to come to heaven with you sooner <laughs> just don't make a plan uh, yeah. they'll look at that yeah, they're have a attack attack right, right there and then and you'll see them sooner no uh, please don't follow that uh, financial yeah. advice yeah but that's a little
1: like I don't know I don't think yeah don't do what Dave says on that one so um,
2: just before we move on yes. and sorry to cut you off Brad, yes. but I want to talk about liquidity yes. because okay. that's another Another really important aspect to this. So we talked about the RIF. Um, The thing about the RIF, it's in some kind of investment. So it's going to get liquidated and you've got $300,000 worth of cash. So if CRA wants whatever they want, you can cut the check because the asset's there. It's, it's right. what we would call liquid. It's it's accessible. But let's take a look at the family cottage because that's something that often comes into play here. Mm-hmm. The way um, we're talk about something called capital gain, mm-hmm. and just keep it really simple. It looks at the increase from what you paid for something to what it's worth when you sell it, and hopefully it's worth more. Cottage mm-hmm. is a great example. Yeah. So let, let's assume that um, you've had the cottage for thirty years we're going to assume you paid $100,000 for that cottage. And over time, you've done some additions and stuff like that. And let's say you've put another hundred dollars into it. So Revenue Canada will look at that and say, well, your cost on that cottage is 200 dollars mm-hmm. um, uh, let's say um, it's worth six hundred thousand when you pass um, well you may not have sold it when you pass but Revenue Canada assumes that you did so they look at the cost of two hundred they go market value is six hundred there's four hundred thousand dollars of profit or gain, yeah. or we would call it a capital gain. Your accountant would call it a capital gain. That means half of that right now is taxable. Mm-hmm. So there's tax on another $200,000 worth of income. We're adding that to the 300 in this example. So now we got $500,000 um, worth of um, uh, of tax liability. Mm-hmm. So um, unlike the Riff example, the cottage isn't liquid. Mm -hmm. Let's say that your family, Mm -hmm. that was really important to them and you've left it to your kids in your will then that's great, but CRI still has their handout for the tax. So you need to make sure that there's enough liquid assets in the RIF um, or your house is being sold and you can use that to pay the tax bill or you put life insurance in place to -hmm. to look after the tax bill. So liquidity would be the second thing to consider uh, for clients once they know how much the tax bill is going to be. Mm -hmm.
1: So you're telling me that I don't have to sell the cottage to get it taxed it's just because it exists
0: exactly that you know, i would I, be taxed be, on because that game. essentially if i'm understanding right is is you know we are we've passed away we come off title we're no longer owners of it right, right. and so uh, then it gets yes. passed to other kids or however that the will does that but CRA looks at that and says you sold it right yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. The, the day you die everything sold yeah. everything that you own the day you die has been sold it's been liquidated and any any proceeds from that that are taxable the taxes due
1: do you? and this is something when we talked before the show I never asked you but in my head now I'm thinking like has this always been yeah. like yeah. that Canada has always done this
2: yeah so and and the other thing not to scare people, but just to kind of be aware of what's on the uh, what's you know been rumored to be coming. Uh, what Parliament's looking at is so we talk about those capital gains, the increase um, uh, from what your cost is to what it's worth. That's going to be taxed. Right now, half of it is taxed, so fifty percent goes in our pocket. I guess that's the good news. The bad news is fifty percent is taxed. What Parliament has been. Discussing is increasing that from fifty percent to seventy-five percent. Meaning, if we if we've got a hundred thousand dollars worth of taxable gain right now, um, fifty. Sorry, if we have uh, if we have hundred thousand dollars worth of gain, fifty percent is taxed. What they're suggesting is in the future they're going to move that up to seventy-five percent. So they they're, they're not saying it's going to happen, but we need to be aware of that.
0: That that makes this question even more important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I'll give a little input to that. Uh, just short. Again, we've just gone through a period where a whole lot of money has been spent by the government, and the government is looking for ways to <laughs> to, to refill their. You know, yeah. we we totally. have we have totally. to pay that money back. That's They're, where it's you know, coming from. And so some of that pressure, you think, oh, that'll never happen. Well, the government is trying to figure out ways that they don't have to raise taxes on a, to the, you know, a day-to-day basis, but maybe we can raise taxes in these other areas. And um, well, I'm not here, so I can't complain about it.
1: <laughs> if okay. it's my estate, I don't know right? if we're so. going to, this is too soon, or you have other things to say, but like, is there any hope? What do we do? Oh, like, yeah. I mean, that's why you're here. Yes. We're not just, we're not just dropping the bombshell. And we and only think. have a
0: couple of minutes, which means you have to drop no. the, the hope for the next <laughs> yeah. show, just so Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. we're going to recover the solution in, in
2: today's show. <laughs> um, so, So how how do you resolve this yeah. um, and and basically people that are charitably minded have a great um, advantage or, or a potential solution. So what we're able to do is assets that we say are extra or beyond what we need, if we make charitable donations in our will, um, that's going to offset the tax. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, um, your tax preparer has done your, we call it a t- terminal tax return. Uh, if, I was, if I was dead, what would the tax return look like? Um, and uh, let's assume, just for easy math, that the that the tax bill is $100,000. If there was enough extra money, or the client chose to say, we would rather have money go to our favorite charities than CRA, then they determine how much is going to go. So um, if I I wanted to have zero money go to CRA, and my uh, tax bill was $100,000, If I gave $200,000 to my favorite charities, um, that would offset the tax that is due. Um, And so the the estate would really be tax neutral. So so that's where the client has to look at this and say, okay, who do I want at the table? Mm -hmm. Um, If I want CRA there, how much? And how much would I have to give away to to right-size that? Mm -hmm. Um, So that's a wonderful solution because really what we say is, do you want CRA how much do you, uh, do you want CRA to get some money or do you want your favorite charities to get some money so it does impact the rest of the estate because you got $100,000 worth of tax um, or you give away two hundred. dollars So if I give away two hundred, dollars CRA gets zero, but there's still less in the estate than if I just paid the tax bill of $100,000. Right. So we need to think through that. Okay. Um, and it's not an all or nothing. It's not like, okay, I got to do $100,000 to CRA or two hundred my favorite charities. We can, we can blend that. Say we'll pay some tax and some to our favorite charities. I want clients going through the exercise so that they are in control Mm-hmm. And they're managing the tax liabilities, um, and and they're 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 managing their situation well. Mm-hmm.
0: So and and I, throwing the kids back into that mix, right? Going okay, so we've now recognized there's three people at the table: CRA and my two children, and that the. All of my estate is going to get divided somehow to that, right? Uh, across that. Let's just keep it really simple. Sure. And then we go, well, we'll add a fourth person to the table. And yeah, they're going to steal a little bit of money in a sense of divide a little bit of money from my kids. So they're yep. not going to get as much. Yep. We're going to reduce our... Uh, we'll call that a social capital that's going to CRA. And we're going to move some of that social capital to the, the fourth kid at the table, which is charities, yes. which is, is, is you know, in a sense giving away. So now, and again, thinking about it simply instead of, I thought I was going to divide it between two people, my kids, <laughs> yes. but there really are three people. Yes. But now right. I can kind of equalize and, and move it around so that there, it's split between four. And, and, again, the numbers, as you say, need to work out and, and kind of say, okay, how do we divide that? Do the kids get this much and CRA gets this much and charities get this much? And you can divide that a little bit.
2: Yeah, and something else that I think is really important that gets missed here is often people have been generous through their whole life. Yeah. They, they have their local church or they have ministries or other charities that do really good work and they've been behind that and every year they're giving to that. But often when it comes to their estate, um, they just don't think about that. And here's a beautiful opportunity to say, what we did all through life, we are also going to do at our end of life. So, I may want to make a charitable donation at the end of life regardless of the tax situation, um, but we want clients to kind of look at both sides of it to say what's the tax implication what's the heart implication how does this align with our values yeah. and as we manage the assets that our Heavenly Father has given us um, what's the right distribution here and be proactive about that so the key is talk to the person that the professional that does your taxes and have them give you a ballpark on what's it going to be um, and and then make some good choices around that in terms of your will and actually put it in force, because it's one thing to do the analysis. Now you got to interact with your legal professional to say, we got to change our will, because otherwise nothing happens. It'd be great intentions, but Mm -hmm. um, unless it's in the will, it's not going to happen.
0: Yeah. and, And this is a great time of year as we come to the end of the show, right? We're in November, right? Again, if you're a business person, you might be doing some tax planning, or you might be doing some of that. And then you go, okay, well, Now I have to pull in that that end of life. Um, You know, maybe this year when you do your tax return normally that you do every year, you can say, hey, I want to talk about a terminal tax return. Like, you know, again, it doesn't have to be this arduous process. You're already collecting information. You're already doing all of that. And so you might say... Yeah, let's just take that information extrapolate it a little bit totally. and then and then we can uh, we can have our tax preparer or, or accountant or whoever where the financial person do a little bit of a, uh, a a tax planning for end of you know that would go along with the estate planning and and incorporate into it so yeah. Reb you got a minute.
1: Well, there's one question in Mark 12. We were talking about it um, at the beginning of the show. And um, it says, render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's in verse 17. But I looked two ro- verses back and it says, um, the Pharisees were asking him, shall we pay or shall we not pay? And um, I facetiously will say, well, you're going to pay whether you realize it or <laughs> yeah,
2: not. Yeah, yeah. That's not optional. <laughs> no. But the amount is the if of, you don't uh, die before you do yeah, your planning. Right, so right. do your so, planning. Be proactive.
1: So, I mean, you have to go go read Mark 12. 15 to 17 and get a good chuckle in light of what we just said, but you're going to pay. Like, and Jesus was like, "Well, you're going to pay. Whose face is on it? You're going to pay. So, Father, thank you so much for our discussion. Thank you that we can have laughter in the midst of some serious discussions and that we can commit our way to you and you will do it. And we can roll off these cares even while we do the action and the work of planning and um, learning about our finances and stewarding them. Thank you so much for our time today, and um, we just bless you, Father.
0: Amen. Thank you for being here, Tim. We're going to continue the conversation next week, so don't go away. Join us next week when we talk money.